0: It was the original poisoned chalice. Just minutes after pouring wine into a cup of blessing, Jesus prays to his Abba Father regarding a very different cup. Luke chapter 22 from verse 41. Jesus withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them. That's Peter, James and John. So alone he kneels down and prays. Verse 42, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Let this cup pass from me, yet not my will but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. In Matthew 26, verse 39, we read the more familiar version of this prayer. Let this cup pass from me. This is the second cup, which Jesus mentions this night. The first cup was at the Lord's Supper. That cup was offered in the upper room. This cup is offered in the Garden of Gethsemane. That cup was given to us. This cup Jesus drinks for himself. That cup was for the forgiveness of sins. This cup is full of wrath and judgment. That cup brings life. This cup brings death. That cup is described as a cup of blessing. This cup is a cup of curse. Yet Jesus takes the curses so that we might have the blessings. He drinks what we deserve so that we receive what only he deserves. And through this exchange is offered life, blessing, hope, and peace. It's all for free for us. It is unfathomably costly for Christ. Consider how the Bible speaks of this cup of judgment. Psalm 75 verse 8 speaks of the cup of judgment. It says, In the hand of the Lord is a cup full of foaming wine mixed with spices. He pours it out and all the wicked of the earth drink it down to its very dregs. Or listen to Revelation chapter 14 and verse 9. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. This is why Jesus was overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. This is why he asks for the cup to pass from him. This is why Luke's gospel records that his sweat was like great drops of blood falling to the ground. There are blood vessels bursting all over his body. He is under such immense pressure as he contemplates drinking this cup. It is full of the furious wrath of God. All hell is distilled in this cup. Can you imagine it? You know, the cross on which Jesus dies, it's not just a three-hour inconvenience for the Son of God. It means entering into the infinite abyss of sin and curse. The hell of the cross was not easier for Christ than the hell of the damned, because it was only three hours. The, The hell of the cross was worse. All hell converged on that cross. All infinite wrath converged on the Holy Son of God. And for him, it was not more bearable, but infinitely less bearable. Therefore, he wanted another way. Of course, of course, he prays that this cup might pass. And yet how strange that he should pray in this way. I mean, here is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, as Revelation 13 verse 8 puts it. But as that dreaded hour draws near, his destiny, which has been his from before the beginning of the world, this destiny appears before him in all its God-forsaken terror. And yet he sees how necessary it is. And so he steps forward to drink. You know, often people question the necessity of the cross. They say, why should Christ have to die? Why doesn't God simply forgive? Why this business with blood sacrifice? Surely there's another way. These are all questions which, in principle, Christ himself asks here in the garden. This is the very essence of his hour-long wrestling in prayer. And yet his Abba Father provides no other way. There is no cup of blessing for us unless Christ takes the cup of curse. We cannot escape the furnace of judgment unless Christ goes for us. The cup of wrath cannot pass from us unless it passes to Jesus. And here in the garden, here is Jesus Christ stepping forward. Where Adam had failed in that first garden, Christ stands up and he triumphs. He rises from prayer resolved and he says in verse 39, Your will be done. He has faced the prospect in all its horror. He has faced what is true about humankind that either we go to hell. Or he does. Either we must enter that furnace or Jesus does. Either he drinks the cup or we must drink it. And in that garden, Jesus steps forward and he says, Abba Father, let it be me. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me?